There are so many wonderful forms of media out there, but so little time to invest. That is where the Fear Missing Out podcast comes in. FOMO aims to help listeners get over their fear by asking guests within the Columbia community about the entertainment they enjoy, getting at what they love the most about them, and where newcomers can get started. I'm Isaiah Colbert, and this week I'm joined by Jonah Okudo. Stay tuned as we talk about Warhammer. All right, let's get started. All right, so it's been a it's been a while. It's been probably a March since we've last sort of chatted, and yeah. uh, if I do recall, we've kind of had like a lot of things in common from like whether fighting about like oh which one of us loves The Witcher more or who's it's best true. at Tetris. Mm-hmm. So um, there's been a lot of things that we've like kind of had a commonality on like yeah, being exactly. into a lot of stuff. 100%. But um, I remember. Remember there was like one thing that you mentioned to me um that you said that um you were like really into like you maybe dropped it like during like a meeting or like downtime yeah, yeah. like at the desk. Uh you mentioned your love for Warhammer and yeah, Warhammer. Uh just in preparation <laughs> for the stream, I remember um I was talking to you and I mistaked <laughs> it I mistaked it for Warframe. There's yeah, a lot yeah, there's yeah. a lot of war things. So Two very different um, things. Yeah, very different things. Um, I getting ahead of myself. Very excited for this podcast. Um, yeah. I let's let's introduce yourself, Jonah. Let let the people know who you are, what you do. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my name is Jonah Okudo. I'm the multimedia producer at the Chronicle, and then outside of that, I'm a BFA directing student at Columbia. So I'm super into film. Um, I'm super nerdy. Love all that stuff. I'm a big gamer. Obviously, like watch a lot of movies. Um, and yeah, I, I I could talk a little bit about what you're mentioning. I, I think it was at a meeting where I, I dropped it because I got into it. Like, so, you know, when quarantine hit, I was looking for a new hobby. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the things I always wanted to get into but never did um, was like these little miniatures, um, like these fantasy miniatures that I'd always seen around because my dad was like a big like he would build Gundams and like model cars and stuff. So we had a mm-hmm. ton of these lying around. And I never I played with them a little bit as a kid, but I never super got into it. Um, and then quarantine hit and I was like looking for something to take up my time. And I said, dude, this is this is the moment. Um, and so I got into painting these these little Warhammer figures, and I love them. Okay, okay. Yeah. And so um, I was going to ask, like, uh, definitely for the uh, uninitiated, because when I did, like, a little quick cursory, a little quick mm-hmm. search about Warhammer, uh, I was a little bit confused because, like, okay, so you, like, mentioned there were figurines, but I'm seeing, like, a yeah. whole, like, Warhammer, like, video game and stuff oh, like yeah, that. There, there seems to be a lot of, lot of types of no, stuff yeah, that's going on with Warhammer. So can you, uh, for the uninitiated, can you sort of um, explain the lowdown of, like, yeah. what ha- Warhammer is? Yeah, yeah, I'll give some spark notes. So, all right, so this, I'm going to preface this by saying, like, I'm a relative newbie to Warhammer. Like, um, hmm. you know, I, I've been familiar with the series for a while, but I'm not super in-depth with it compared to, like, some people. Um, it started in, I believe it started in either the 70s or the 80s, um, this British company named Games Workshop. Uh, essentially, it came from one like a D and D campaign that the, the the owners of that company had, um, and they had made their own universe, uh, the Warhammer universe, right? And um, from that spawned these two different uh, you know lines of, of figures and stories. Um, you know, Warhammer. Uh, there are books for it. Um, the main things, is, you know, is that it's like a tabletop war game. And so you get a, a giant, giant table and you lay this mat out and you have physical terrain um, that's either casted out of resin or a lot of people do this thing called like kit bashing um, where they, they make their own terrain, right? And then you paint it up and you make it look real good um, and you play the game with the own, you know, the maps that you design. And then so you have these figures that represent, you know, different components of your army. So there's like legendary heroes and there's like infantry, there's like spell casters and all this stuff. Um, and you have to paint those figures yourself because they come just casted in resin. Um, 
And so it started off with that board game. And then from there spawned an entire line of, again, uh, like literature, like books on books on books. Um, you know, there's like literally thousands of years of lore uh, in Warhammer, like 40,000 years of lore to be more precise. Um, and then mm. on top of that, you know, there's video games, um, you know, like Vermintide and Vermintide 2, I think are my favorite Warhammer video games. I play those a ton, um, but there's other stuff as well. Um, and I think the biggest thing for people to know about Warhammer is that there's there's two different um, like timelines. It's not like timelines, but there's two different versions of it. Um, Warhammer 40K or 40,000 is like grim, dark sci-fi fantasy. Um, like if you look up Space Marine, probably the first thing you're going to see is, is going to be a Warhammer thing. If you've ever played StarCraft and you know like the Terran and StarCraft, like their armor was inspired by those Space Marines, just these big hulking dudes. Um, and so there's a whole, uh, you know, story and stuff like that that goes with 40K. And then a, there was originally Warhammer Fantasy. Um, and around some time relatively recently, they changed it. Uh, and now it's called Warhammer Age of Sigmar, which is like your classical, like, high fantasy with mages and stuff like that. Um, and it's a lot lighter. It's a lot dinkier. Um, but each of those lines are are different games. Um, and they each have, like, different figures and different rule sets. And again, like, there's books and video games for, for each of those. Okay, like you, you. I feel a little cheated because you kind of, you kind of hyped yourself up as like a little <laughs> bit of a filthy casual. But like, I was like, no, 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 no. Here's a whole extended universe of stuff. So, um, I wanted to ask you because, like, definitely, uh, that's very interesting that they like started off from like a D and D thing and it just branched yeah, yeah. off to all those different stuff. But, um, like, that can be a little, a little daunting for the the whole oh, Warhammer yeah. like yeah. um cinematic universe, if you will, for like no, different yeah, things to real. get into. Uh, so uh, I guess to get started uh, talking about that, uh, what sort of put you on? Because I know that you mentioned yeah, that uh, yeah, your yeah. dad sort of had like an interest in that. So like, yeah. uh, how did you come across it? Yeah, for sure. Like, so my, yeah, my dad was always a modeler. Like when I was a kid, I loved building Gundam kits and I still like gunplay kits and I still build gunplay kits all the time. Um, like if you come to my apartment, like there's Gundams on the wall and they're like posing with their rifles or whatever. Um, and so like we were always into that, but the Warhammer stuff was always intimidating because I've never been like a talented visual artist. Like I, like I can't draw, you know what I mean? So I was like, man, the painting just seems so hard because these things are really tiny. You know, they're, they're really, really tiny minis. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, quarantine hit and I was playing a lot of the video game Vermintide 2 which is like a Left 4 Dead type game, but it's set in the Warhammer universe. He plays these heroes. Um, and the uh, you you fight against the uh, these rat people um, who like they make up the Vermintide, um, and they're like these just crazy disgusting rat creatures, and there's like hordes of them, and you fight them, and it's badass. I was like, dude, this is so cool. Um, and I have a buddy named Jack who was like into Warhammer. He was much more into the lore than I was, and still to this day is much more into the lore. But we started talking. We were like, dude, like we got to try this. And then so we went to a, a, a Warhammer, like, Games Workshop store, because they have their own stores where they sell everything. And we just bought a bunch of models, and we were like, whatever, let's do it. So we started painting them together. And um, ever since then, it's just been, like, my, you know, my go-to hobby. I fell in love with it super quick. But I definitely right. got into it, like, from the video game side of things, I would say. Okay. How many, uh, how many Warhammer figurines would you say you have right now? Yeah. Well, see, now, here's the thing. I don't play, I don't actually play the tabletop game. I want to, but mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to get into because, like, you need a giant table and you, I mean, the rule books are literally, like, 80 pages long. Like, you need, oh, people, okay. you, you need people that know how to play it or you need to go to, like, an event or something. Um, and so I don't paint armies. I'm much more into painting uh, for display versus painting mm. to play the game. Because you're planning to play the game, like you can make them look pretty good, and like that's it, right? Like you can't play with an unpainted miniature. Um, 
But for me, like I really love spending a lot of time on one model and getting it going. But I think right now I have like 10 that I've done. Um, and again, I just started since quarantine, so it's not that many, but I, it's, you know, they take a surprising amount of time, I would say. And I've been, you know, testing out new techniques and stuff like that with them, but only like 10, I would say. Okay. Okay. So like you're, you're more, you, would it be accurate to say you're more of a collector of it than like yeah, oh, 100%. deep down nitty gritty? Okay. Okay. No, hundred percent. Yeah. All right. So more of like a general grievous, like a fine addition to your collection of like Warhammer, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. figurines. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm always hunting for that, that perfect mini dude. Like I, I go on the website, like three times a week just like looking for the right one you know what i mean i mean there's thousands of them mm -hmm. and so you mentioned that uh, you and your friend would like go to like a store to like collect some of the stuff uh, what is there like any like stores or like in like the chicago lane area that you like kind of scope out for yeah. <clears throat> to like That's... get like the most of it yeah well you can buy a lot of them at comic shops i think graham mm. cracker comics i think there's a graham cracker comics in the chicago uh in the city um but i don't think games workshop has any areas in the city they have one of the suburbs that we would go to in downers grove which is about like an hour away if you take the metro um and there's like a little downtown downers grove area that has a store in there um but most of what so like the warhammer models are like low-key like hell expensive <laughs> like like for, mm -hmm. for for what is essentially plastic like the the cost is really freaking high um for good reason you know the casts are the casts are really good um but that's why i get most of them off of ebay or like secondhand you buy them you can usually get them for much much cheaper um so i do like a lot of browsing online and then mostly buy stuff off of ebay um but it takes a little bit more time because like obviously the stores have everything you could ever want you know Okay. And uh, is there anything uh, for people who would like to jump into like Warhammer stuff? Is there anything to kind of like look out for or like worry about? Or is there like any fear of like any scalpers yeah. or anything out there? Or, like yeah, what's the theme like there? Yeah, I like, I would say, I, I don't, it's like Warhammer is really intimidating, I think, to get into because um, there's so many different like avenues like of where you can start. I think if you're like, I'm definitely, you know, I'm like a, a gamer till I die. And so for me, like playing Vermintide, um, Vermintide 2 specifically was like the way I got into the the universe the most. Um, just because like, you know, like if you like Left 4 Dead, you're going to love that game. It's got like crunchy combat and like you're just fighting off hordes of these like demonic rat people. And it's like incredible. Um, so I would definitely say like if you want to get into Warhammer, I would actually recommend maybe not starting with uh, the painting. If you're not, if you know, again, if you're like me and you're like a little bit nervous about like, the visual art aspect of it. Um, but if you, you know, want to go straight into the painting... And like I recommend people do, because even if you're if you're like a, a visual artist or like even if you can't draw, like it's just such a blast to actually go through and, and paint these things. And like it's almost meditative. Um, but I would recommend, you know, Games Workshop sells these start collecting kits, which are like really well priced. They're like 70 bucks for like 15 models. And usually 15 models would cost you like, you know, double that. Um, mm. And you can get some really nice stuff there. And then some of those come with like paints and some of them come with brushes and, and you know, a, a plastic palette or whatever it is. And you can get what you need. Um, the one thing I would, you know, it's super addicting. And uh, I think I think with Warhammer, a lot of people are going to try to get you to, you know, buy like the, the newest, latest, uh, like highest grade brushes. And, uh, like, the the upselling is the no, upselling like, very strong. Or... Yeah, like, yeah, I think I think it's like that. But also like. Once you start to read about it and you're like, oh, well, these painters use this and this painter uses this and I need to get like a fine sable brush and and I need to get a wet palette and I need to do all this, all these different little accessories. Um, like, don't fall for that. You know, like get a get a pack of like nylon brushes off of Amazon, get a plastic palette and like learn the hard way. Um, and, you know, I guess if I had to give one piece of advice, like it always looks bad at first. dude. The models always look like garbage, but you just keep putting on paint until it looks good.
Okay. And like, I know that you mentioned that um, you're like sort of just new to this and you, you said that you aren't like really creatively, like sort of like attuned yeah, to like yeah. the sort of arts and crafts kind of side of things. But um, obviously if you're like this, this much into it, um, I'd say that there is a level of like proficiency, proficiency that you've like displayed here for it. So um, oh. what can you, can you uh, run us through like a kind of um, what does like um, sort of getting started with like doing like um, uh, yeah, the art for a Warhammer? Like, like yeah, what's the yeah. setup for that all like? Yeah, well, so this is what I do. And so everybody has their own process. And that's what's so beautiful about, like, the painting. So as soon as I got into it, I got obsessed with watching, like, YouTube videos and, like, different channels that, that focus on paint. Like, Miniac is a great one for people that want to get into it. Squidmar, um, stuff like that. Um, Dana Howell is my favorite painter. She's, like, this awesome super – she, like, um, came from a traditional – she, like, went to CalArts for animation. And so she has this awesome poppy kind of cartoony style that she paints stuff in. Um, like, she does, like, vaporwave themes and stuff like that. It's just really beautiful stuff. Um, but like the process for me that I got into and that I'm kind of testing out now, um, you know, I have a, a set of pretty decent brushes that I got off of Amazon. I use a wet palette. A wet palette is essentially like um, it's a palette that allows your paints to stay moist like for like weeks on end. So you don't have to keep placing more paint on the, the palette. So like your paint lasts longer and you can also mix easier on it. Um, Cause that's like a big thing is like, you know, you're not going to want to buy six different shades of blue if you can just buy blue and black and then mix your own. Right. Um, hmm. So you can save money that way. But yeah, like, you know, I find my models right now. I can give you an example. I just finished building and assembling all of um, the start collecting box for this, this group of goblins, this goblin faction called the gloom spite gets. Okay. Let me tell you a little bit about these guys. They're hilarious. The gloom spite gets okay, okay. is a, a faction of, goblins who like literally what they do all day and all night is they just get absolutely toked on these psychedelic mushrooms <laughs> and they come out of their cave and they worship this entity called the bad moon okay, okay and the right. bad moon is believed to be the reincarnation or a manifestation of the orc and goblin god named gorka morka Okay, Gorka. Oh, that, that's that's a hell of a name. I know, and listen to this, dude. Okay, Gorka. Hold on, I, I'm looking this up because I don't want to get it. I don't want to get it wrong. Oh yeah, no, I don't don't want to be called a fake fan for this. No, one. like legitimately, people will like try to murder me if I get this stuff <laughs> wrong. The Warhammer, it, they're like so full of it. It's like uh, Gorka is seen as uh like I think it's like he's ferociously cunning, and then Morka, the other side, is like uh cunningly ferocious right which like mm. mean the same exact thing and so they're just one entity but they believe they're two separate things okay this is a funny thing about goblins and orcs and warhammer is that they're just genuinely so stupid right but they're mm. one of the only beings in the warhammer universe that actually has any magical powers and for the orcs their magical powers are that if they believe something enough no matter how stupid or baseless it is it becomes true but they're too dumb to recognize that they have this power and so in 40k Orcs believe that if you paint something the color red, it goes faster. And they believe it with such tenacity wow, wow. and such sincerity that they actually go fat, like cars go faster. Okay. All this crazy stuff. But, anyways, these goblins worship the bad moon, who's an emissary of Gorka Morka, and they want to usher the world in eternal darkness. And so they get toked on these mushrooms, and then they run out and they just like murder people in their sleep. And uh, they fight with these, these like little kind of like demon dog creatures named squigs which are these really funny guys and they got like trolls and they all got mushrooms on them and stuff it's super funny and so i just finished mm -hmm. assembling all those dudes um and i primed them up and i finished underpainting them and underpainting is like what i've been doing recently which is a technique where um like before you start throwing on color you highlight it right so you get all the different shades 
Because then what you do after is you take your paint and you can mix it with what's called glaze medium and you glaze the color over what's already shadowed, right? So you don't have to shade it with different paints, um, okay. which gets you like a pretty nice look and you get it pretty quickly. And so that's pretty much like what the process is. You know, you, you build them, uh, you have to like paint, uh, you have to build them and you have to like glue them together with plastic cement or whatever. Um, and then after, you know, you cut the pieces out of these sprues. And so you have to like clean the pieces up and like scrape them and file them down. You know, it depends on how, how in depth you want to go with it. Um, and then you highlight them, right? So you like get your bright spots and your really deep shadows. And after that, you can start glazing on color and, you know, blending if you want to get gradients. Um, and after you get a base coat on, you know, you uh, maybe shade with some washes, which are like a really watery paint. Or, uh, you know, then you start highlighting and you're making things pop. And eventually, you know, like the you add, you know, paint on and on. And you watch the model transform. And eventually you're like, you know what? I'm done. That's oh. good. Well, yeah. you're, you're really sounding like the Bob Ross of the Warhammer. Dude. um uh, you gotta be, things. Man, it's like it, it, it actually is a little bit bob rossi i think just like really focus on one thing yeah, the time. yeah. <laughs> um all of this stuff. um i know that um they're they uh, sound a lot of reminiscent and it's probably like uh sacrilege probably for me saying this but it sounds a lot of reminiscent of like um the um world of like warcraft kind of stuff where there's oh, like, yeah, yeah. the different creatures yeah. so uh, what kind of creatures are involved with uh, Warhammer? Yeah, well, it was funny you say that because wow was super inspired i have the website up i can just read off some of these factions that i know um, you want to hear about the sci-fi stuff or the fantasy stuff? All right, let's do it. Sci-fi. Let's, so let's it. hear about so that. So the sci-fi stuff is much darker than what you know. Warhammer 40k is like the genre for it. It's grim dark, which is yeah. just like because <laughs> it, it's like it's like it's dark in a good okay. way. You know what I mean? Like it's night. Um, so like space marines are like your your go-to. That's what most people are going to start with. Again, like these just you know they're these superhuman dudes, um, eight feet tall, clad in this iron armor, and they have these heavy bolters and like flamers, which are like flamethrowers. And they you know some of these guys have chainsaws, which are like little swords that have chainsaw blades on them, and they go you know and they chop into people. It's awesome, okay. And uh, and there's mm-hmm. different factions within the space marines. So there's different chapters, right? Um. You have like the Raven Guard, Space Wolves, which are like these awesome Arctic guys that wear wolf pelts and they have like claws and stuff. Ultramarines are like your Mary Sue type characters. Dark Angel, you know, there's a bunch of different factions. Um, there's also like mm. Death Watch, and Death Watch are like the elite Space Marines who, whose only goal is to exterminate Xenos, like aliens. Um, mm. Then there's also the Inquisition, which is kind of an interesting, I don't know too much about them, um, but they're kind, they have sub factions in there. They're like religious zealots. Um, religion Mm. is like a huge thing for 40k um there are these you know there's a um a faction called the adeptus mechanicus which are these people that have become so augmented that they're they're barely human anymore but they worship technology as god right um and Mm. in the 40k universe the universe is in a technological dark age so only the adeptus mechanicus and some select few other groups have access to this technology and you know there's like tech priests which are all geared out and they like worship the machine god stuff like that super super cool um you know there's like the uh the sisters of battle which is this badass like all female group of elite warriors um who like they're basically like space catholics and they just like destroy everybody um there's demons right there's like chaos demons and there's all these different demon gods corn who's like the skull god um there's like senich and a bunch of other ones um and then let's see obviously there's space orcs dude everybody loves the orcs the orcs goal is to bring about this thing called the great like wah is what it's called like the great yeah it's just a scream which is essentially they they just want to destroy the world um that's like their goal they're chaos people um okay tyranids are were um 
inspired by Alien, so that they just look like Xenomorphs, pretty much. Okay. Um, they or, or like the Zerg, you know, the Zerg from Starcraft. They came from Tyranids. Mm-hmm. Um, they look just like that. There's also okay. uh, an elf race um, called the Eldar, right? Um, and they're like space elves. Uh, they're pretty cool. I don't know too much about them. They're okay. There's also are they, the, are they uh, like snobby like like elves or kind of oh, always yeah. kind of like typecasted? Okay, okay. Cool. Yeah, no, no, yeah. They're like posh, and they're they're like they're. I mean, religion plays such a key role in like all the different factions. Um, but they're yeah, they're like definitely elitist, and they're like um, okay. Yeah, they're they're like they're very elegant. Like if you look at the designs of the models, they're very very elegant. There's also okay. the Tau. The Tau is interesting. The Tau's whole thing is like they um they do everything for quote unquote the greater good, right? But then it's like, what does the greater mm. good mean? Um, but they're cool. The, the, the morally gray, the morally right. gray characters. Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, they're very much so. Like, yeah, you know, there's a different couple ways you could read them, but it, yeah, they're mm. very like morally driven. Um, but they they're kind of cool because they fight with mechs, like Gundam looking things, which is like I'm okay. I'm, I'm into it. I think it's pretty sweet. All right. Yeah, out, of, out of all these, um, out of all these like gaggle <laughs> of like characters, yeah, yeah, there's a whole extended universe of them. Um, so out of all these characters, so which one are you like more air quote kin to? Like, which ones yeah, are yeah. like your your favorite out of all of them? Dude, yeah, it's hard to pick, man. Like, for me, I think the the sisters of battle are so badass. Um, mm. they're definitely up there just because like they're they're so cool. Their tanks have like organs on them, and they have these little flying babies with skull heads. <laughs> it's all this crazy stuff. So it's sounding pick, like like a space like Amazonian type like Mad Max kind of a thing from how you're it, describing yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, dude, it's like similar, dude. They're just like badass, man. I would probably for 40k, I would pick Sisters of Battle. If I had to okay. pick for for Warhammer Age of Sigmar, I would probably pick um, I'd probably pick Night Haunt. Which are like these these spirits and skeletons, um, just because I love that stuff. Like anything anything okay. gothic, I love. Gotcha. So uh, I know that you mentioned a little bit earlier that, um, especially when we were like kind of retreading like a little bit of the the lore and uh, aspects of uh, Warframe, um, Warhammer. Oh Warhammer. God, I did it again. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, this this does perfectly segue into the next thing I was going to ask you about. Uh, so you mentioned that. The the fans the fandom would come for you or oh, me specifically God. for for completely butchering that and mistaking <laughs> it for Warframe. Yeah. So um, what what's the fandom like? Because I know that for a lot of people who oh, want to yeah. jump into a thing, they might be like a little wary to jump yeah. in because the fandom might like sort of like be a little bit of a scary place to get into. No, hundred percent. Yeah, no, I hear that. I um, I think the Warhammer community is pretty it's like it's welcoming to new people like if you ever go to a store and you're like i don't know what well, not not recently do. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay yeah not okay hear me out let's <laughs> just somewhere safe but yeah like post-covid if you go into a store and you're like um i heard about this you know on the fomo podcast which is gonna have a million views by then um mm-hmm. you know and, uh, and i want to get into it like the people there are gonna be like oh hell yeah like hop on it and they'll teach you everything so people are really welcoming um, I think in person, I think online is a little bit trickier because um, okay. there's a lot of infighting, I think. Um, like, you know, people it's like Warhammer is like a lifestyle for a lot of people. Like, mm. like this is their thing is like they, they work. And then when they have time, they play Warhammer with their buddies or like they go to tournaments or like if they're painters, they'll like paint and, and go to painting tournaments um, or competitions rather. Um, so online, it's a little bit trickier. Um, but, you know, there's like subreddits and stuff like that that are that are pretty open. Like, I feel that because that's what really kind of like scared me about it at first is I was like, dude, I don't want to like paint something garbage and like have people see it and like, you know, all that mm. stuff. Um, but like, you know, I would recommend just, you know, like accept it as your own thing. You know what I mean? Like um, do it for you and, you know, don't let other, you know, whatever you, you paint. Maybe your first models are going to be bad, but they'll get better as time goes, you know. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, is there anything else that people should sort of look out for, like any tips and tricks that you can offer the the people, the audio listeners yeah. about Warhammer? Let me think. I don't know. Like, it depends on what you want to do. If you want to go into the gaming side of things and you want to play the game, um, which eventually I'm going to get into, but I really just like the painting the most. Um, you know, I recommend getting a start collecting kit. Like, you know, what's cool about um, Warhammer is that each of these factions have literally like 150 page books of lore mm. and also it has all the rules for how to play them but it's got all this awesome lore and art and like short stories in there that you can read um and you can find a lot of those online you know so i would recommend looking they're called battle tomes it's like if you go on mm. the games workshop and you're like oh dude who are the sylvaneth like they look pretty cool they're like crazy looking tree people you can look up their battle tome and read all about them and you know if they're for you get the star collecting kit get a couple models whatever and you know get some paints and and just go for it there's tons of resources online, like YouTube. You can learn everything off of YouTube. Um, I highly, highly recommend. But yeah, I mean, I recommend it to everybody. I think it's like so relaxing. And for like COVID, especially where you're inside and you kind of just want to zone out, um, you know, it makes the time go by fast, which is great for me because sometimes it's, it's tough to get through the days, you know? Mm. Um, and I think it's, it's like tremendously helped my COVID experience. Like if I didn't have it, I think things would have been much, much more difficult. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'd say that's been a podcast. Um, so, uh, where can the where can the lovely audio listeners uh, find you out in the digital world? Um, plug yeah. yourself. This is the part where you plug yourself. All right. Well, first thing I'll say is, you know, I happen to be working on uh, what I consider to be one half of my thesis project at Columbia. I'm directing a short film called Georgia Peach. You can donate to that, or you can send me messages about how good it's going to be. Um, there's a link in my bio on Instagram. My Instagram is at Ocutor, O-C-U-T-O-R, just my last name with my middle initial. And then on Twitter, I'm at J-O-Q-D-O, um, where I, I post a lot of dumb stuff. And and we get into a lot of arguments on Twitter, Isaiah, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, many I hot think, takes. <laughs> I, th- I think I, it's funny because we're, like, similar in so many ways, but then we have these, like, minute differences. But I feel like we both take those minute differences, like, pretty seriously. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, yeah. You gotta, we have a reputation to uphold. No, that's what I'm saying, dude. We it's it's all love though. It's 100 percent all love. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys can find me there. Um, you know, I guess the only thing I can plug is my movie. But I really appreciate you having me on the podcast, dude. Anytime I can yeah. talk about Warhammer and, and myself, you know, I love it. Yeah, no problem. This this feels <laughs> like a proper baton pass from you uh, running things at Culture Conversations to me trying to sort of spearhead this this little this oh, little no, thing of a podcast idea. You, if there's anybody to do it, man, 100 percent it's you. You got you got what it takes. You're doing a great oh, job already. You. Thank you very much. All right. So this is this is the part where I come up with a cool, neat tagline here. Uh, totally <laughs> off script here. I, I worked on this a little bit before this. So all right. So that has been that's been the FOMO Pod Show podcast. Uh, I'd say that was a fear quelled and a curiosity satiated. So uh, now you guys know a little bit more than zero about Warhammer. See you guys next time. Nice one, dude. Yeah.